online. Welcome to Deep Dive tonight. Uh, we hope you enjoy this. If you want to turn in your Bibles to the book of Titus, you're just reading Titus this morning, I would imagine. Yeah. So you find the book of Titus. If you find Hebrews, go left and you'll see, see Philemon and then Titus. I'll open this up in prayer. Father God, Thank you for everybody in the sanctuary tonight. Thank you for everybody that's uh, joining us online. Uh, we are all one church, and we thank you for everybody, Lord God. Uh, Father, help me to teach us tonight. Help us to learn and just be better in the kingdom. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen, amen, amen and amen. So... Last week, well, we, we've been in the uh, series entitled Finding Your Place in the Kingdom, and I've been saying all along that before this is over, you're going to be able to know where your place is in the kingdom. So last week, we began covering um, the Old Testament shadow of the stain of sin on mankind and the cleansing um, of that sin stain by the blood of the Lamb. And we begin looking at the Old Testament tabernacle and the seven stopping and starting places that's in that. I'll explain why I say that in a moment here. But um, we saw last week that after the cleansing uh, of the leper in the Old Testament, the high priest would bring the cleansed leper into the camp of God because the uh, high priest had to go outside the camp. Now, leprosy is an Old Testament shadow of the stain of, of Adam's sin on all mankind. And with that stain of Adam's sin, we cannot go into the camp of God. And in the Old Testament, leprosy is a picture of that, that uh, sin stain on all mankind through Adam. So we need that removed before we can come into the camp of God. Now, once the priest would go out to, uh, to the leper outside the camp of God and pronounce him clean, he would bring him back into the camp, and there would be a second application of blood. Um, he would take some of the blood that he used to cleanse the leper, and he would put it in his hand, and he would mix oil, anointing oil with that blood, and then apply it, uh, we saw last week, to the tip of the right ear, the tip of the right thumb, and the tip of the, the right big toe, which represents our hearing and our works and our walk. So the blood cleanses us. The oil anointed us to operate in the camp of God or in the kingdom. Now, we said last week there are seven starts and stops in the tabernacle. And the first step to finding your place in the kingdom is we saw Jesus the gate. Remember, uh, and, and if... Uh, if you weren't here, you can go back online, you can watch that and get all caught up. But here's what I want to say. The first step to finding your place in the kingdom is Jesus the gate. We must be born again. 
Church attendance isn't going to do it. Being good isn't going to do it. Trying to follow the law isn't going to do it. We must be born again by the blood of the Lamb. Now, let me answer the question here. Why must I be born again? Number one, we need to be cleansed of the sin stain that Adam left on all humanity. And the blood of Jesus did that. But the the second step, and remember I said that each of these steps through the tabernacle, there are seven altogether, each one is a starting place and a stopping place. And, and here's where we see, of everybody that, that comes into the church and says, you know what, I want to be baptized, and why do you want to be baptized? Because I want to go to heaven. Well, first of all, being baptized won't get you to heaven. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior um, well, it, it will get you into the kingdom of God, and you should be baptized if you have made that, that commitment to him. But watch this. this. The second step into this, where the priest would take uh, some of the blood that he used to cleanse the leper, put oil in the palm of his hand, he would sprinkle seven times toward the Lord. And that was the uh, picture of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now watch this. I want to tell you something. Only the blood cleanses us from Adam's stain on mankind. And only the blood can bring the anointing of the Holy Spirit on our lives. Without a cleansing application of the blood on our lives, the Holy Spirit cannot join us and become one with us. I've, I've seen so many churches um, where they just... Uh, they go to the altar and they cry and they beg and they scream and they wallow in misery and go on about this thing all night or half of their life, people. I just haven't, I just haven't repented enough to get the Holy Ghost. Only the blood of Jesus can bring us the Holy Ghost. The blood of Jesus for salvation is a gift. And the Holy Spirit through the blood is a gift. If you are born again, if you have committed your life to Christ, if, if you have accepted the blood of Jesus to cleanse you, listen, you have the Holy Spirit because the Old Testament shadow shows us that the oil comes with the blood. You see? Now, now watch this. A question, because you're going to run into people that says, no, I disagree with that. According to Paul and according to your own life, how many knows that your flesh wants nothing to do with the things of God? Have, have you proved that yet? Yeah, your flesh does. So why would God demand that we did something with our flesh to try to possess something that is only spiritual in nature? It doesn't even make sense. It really doesn't even make sense. People, they'll go to the altar and they'll cry and they'll, they'll scream and all of a sudden, I've been baptized with the Holy Spirit. What they've done is realize the Holy Spirit. Something in their whole makeup has just blocked that out. I don't believe I can have it. And finally, they discover that they have the Holy Spirit on the inside of them. Now watch this. Remember, I said every point through the tabernacle is a starting place and a stopping place. There are people that have 
been in church all of their life. They've even accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. But they have never moved forward to learn to operate in the Holy Spirit. So even though they started out with Christ, they have never went to the next step in their walk in, in, in the kingdom of God, you see? So um, the second step through the tabernacle is learning to recognize and live daily by the leading of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people accept salvation, but they never take the time or the effort to learn to be led by the Holy Spirit. Look in um, Titus chapter number 3. And um, if, you've, if you're on our app, uh, you're going to see more verses. But I just want to read you verse 5 here. Titus 3 verse 5. Listen to this. He saved us not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, now watch, by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. That is salvation. Re regeneration by the blood of Christ and washing by the, uh, renewing by the Holy Spirit. So, in the Old Testament cleansing of the leper, the priest would go outside the camp. The unclean cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus left heaven and came to us outside the camp realm. Go uh, just left um, a little bit and find Philippians chapter number 2. So the priest... Just go left, you'll find it. Philippians chapter number 2. Um, the high priest would go outside the camp because the leper couldn't go inside the camp. So he had to go out. Um, look what Jesus did as the great high priest. Look at um, Philippians 2 and verse number 6. Who, although he existed in the form of God, talking about Jesus, he did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men, being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So just like the high priest would remove his robes, go outside of the camp of God, cleanse the leper with the blood of the sacrificial lamb. Jesus took off his priestly glorified body in the heavenlies and took on the form of a common human being like us and came after us outside the kingdom of God. In fact, it says in, in Hebrews 13, thirteen, verse 12. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people through his own blood, suffered outside the gate. He came out after us. 
So watch this. After the leper was pronounced clean, he was brought into the camp and a second application of the blood was applied with oil. Step one is the blood of the lamb. You must be born again. You must accept the blood of Christ on your life. Step two, the blood brings the anointing to walk in the Holy Spirit. So we have to, number one, realize this. I, if, if I have given my life to Christ, I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in me. Re- remember, uh, Rachel, before you were born again, what did you think of the Bible? Or church? Or Christian people? Yeah, I didn't think of them very well. Yeah, it's just a dumb old book, and I don't like Christians, and I'm not going to that church. So I hear this preacher on the radio, and all of a sudden, I'm starting to listen, okay? Now watch. The blood was beginning to affect me right then. And along with the blood was coming the Holy Spirit. And my eyes began to be opened, you see? And I said, I want to go to church. And I went to church. And I believed a little bit more. And a little bit more of the blood came. And with the blood came more realization of the Holy Spirit. And I called the preacher that next Saturday night. And I said, do you have... I was so dumb. I said, (laughs) I'd never been to church except the previous Sunday of my whole life. I'd never been to church. Um, and uh, I said, do you have those things called altar calls? And he kind of chuckled, and he said, yeah. I said, can you have one tomorrow? And he said, yeah, why? I said, because I want to come up. And he's a smart man. He knew that's what I needed. That's, that's what I had learned so far. So the, that next morning, uh, he gave his message, and uh, uh, when he finished up, he said, we're going to have an altar call because Ted wants to come up. And I went up, and I gave my life to Christ. And when I stood up, I was filled with the Holy Spirit because the blood brings the Holy Spirit, you see? You've got to realize, you need to realize if you are born again, if you are saved, you have the Holy Spirit. And what you have to do from that point on is daily say, Holy Spirit, we're about to leave this house. And I need you to help me not make a fool out of myself. I'm going to listen to you, you see. And the Holy Spirit brings, well, we'll get into that. Now, I don't get ahead of myself here. But watch this. Uh, and, and here's why I say it's a, it's a starting and a stopping point. Because there are so many people, they've acknowledged Jesus. They've, accept, they've been baptized. They've accepted the truth about the blood of Jesus. But they've never taken the next step and said, Holy Spirit, I'm yours. I need you to teach me and guide me. I need you to work with me. You see? So, yeah. Um, so watch this, without, without the, the abiding Holy Spirit and learning to listen to his voice and do what he says to do, 
we can be saved, but we're not going to church. Mm-hmm. How many know somebody that, you know, I really think they're saved, but they're not involved in a church, they're not involved in the Word. You see what I mean? They, they're, they're saved, but there are six more life events for them to be able to walk in the kingdom of God with confidence and with power. So without the abiding influence of the Holy Spirit, missing church is easy. Ignoring the daily word of God is just natural. Prayer becomes absent in our life, you see. And, and uh, you know, we have online church going on right now too. If, if you find yourself in that situation, you have the Holy Spirit. All you need to do is say, Holy Spirit, I want you to help me to, to get a desire. Remember one of the, the seven facets of the Holy Spirit was the, the uh, number six was fear of the Lord. And number seven was a love for the fear in the Lord. You see, you can say to the Holy Spirit, I don't want to go to church. But Holy Spirit, I know you want me to. So you start working in me. Work in me, Holy Spirit. And give me that desire to go to church. You see? Now watch. Doing these things is no way, shape, or form living under the law. It's walking in the way of the kingdom. There's, there's a, a difference there. So that's only two of the seven major places that God showed Moses in, in the tabernacle. Here's number three. Now watch. It's washing daily in the word of God. Go to Exodus chapter number 30. Exodus chapter number 30. Now watch this. It's just a, a, a natural spiritual progression for the believer. Um, the third place, now the, the priest would go outside the camp, cleanse the leper, bring him inside the camp, and then anoint him with the oil, anoint him with the Holy Spirit. And then the next stop would be called the laver of washing. And um, the, the laver was for the daily washing for the hands and the feet of the priest of God, our works and our daily walk. Look at Exodus 30 and verse number 17. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, You shall make a laver of bronze with its base of bronze for washing, and you shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons, that is an Old Testament picture of the church. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet from it. When they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water, so they will not die. Or when they approach the altar to minister by offering up a smoke of fire sacrifice to the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and feet so they will not die. And it shall be a perpetual statute for them for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. Through all generations that's clear up to us which is a picture of the church. Now, now watch this. Um, the, the laver of washing looked look like a big bowl on a, on a pedestal. And the priest would wash their hands and their feet. 
hands represents our uh, works, our feet represents our walk. And it, it's a picture, Ephesians 5, 25 through 26 says, we're washed by the water of the word, okay? Now watch this, this is, this is just cool. The leper was outside the camp because he couldn't come into the camp. So the priest came out to him, cleansed him, brought him into the camp of God, applied the anointing oil, which is a picture of the Holy Spirit, on him. And then he said, after he applied it to the ear, the thumb, and the toe, he would take the rest and put over the head, which is actually a picture of anointing him for the priesthood. Okay? And the next place he would take him said the priest was to wash their hands and their feet, their works and their walk daily, every time they went into the tabernacle and every time they come out, they had to wash their hands and their feet. So the labor of washing is an Old Testament picture of washing in the water of the word. Paul said, I never knew what sin was until I read it in the word of God and it defined what God said is sin. I've said this for years. People would ask me as a pastor, well, what's your opinion on this? Well, I don't have one. As a Christian, I have no opinion. My Father in heaven tells me what's right and what's wrong. That was the mistake Adam made. He decided he was just going to make that decision for himself. So, the blood cleanses us. The Holy Spirit anoints us. And then we wash daily in the water of the Word... And something amazing, something amazing begins to happen to us. Watch this. Watch this. You're going to like this. You are going to like this. <laughs> hmm. Here's the fourth place. After the priest would wash their hands and their feet. Go, go to Exodus 25. Exodus 25, after the priest would wash their hands and their feet, which is a picture of washing in the water of the word, they would then go into the outer court, into the, the tent of meeting. Now watch this, watch this. Or the inner court, they would go into the tent of meeting. Watch the fourth thing they would see, the blood, the oil, the labor of washing, and then go into the tent of meeting, the fourth thing they would see would be the lampstand of God, which is a picture of uh, revelation knowledge. Okay, now watch this. Watch. Exodus 25, verse 31. We read this a couple weeks ago. Then you shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand and its base and its shaft are to be made of hammered works. Its cups, its bulbs, and its flowers shall be one piece with it. Six branches go out from its sides. Three branches on the lampstand on one side, three on the other, and then there would be one in the middle, seven in total. Uh, verse 37 then you shall make its lamps seven in number, and they shall mount its lamps so as to shed light in the space in front of it. And we saw then when we talked about 
uh, revelation knowledge, the lampstand, that the Holy Spirit brings seven illuminations, seven lights to light our path before him. So watch. I'm a leper and I'm outside the kingdom of God. I can't get in the camp. So Jesus comes out and cleanses me with his own blood. He brings me into the kingdom of God, into the camp, and applies the Holy Spirit to my life by a gift through the blood. From that point, I can begin to wash in the water of the Word daily, and because I have the Holy Spirit, He begins to speak to me and cause me to understand what I'm reading in the Word. And when I walk into the tent of meeting, the, the lampstand, those seven facets of the Holy Spirit begin to light my way in life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Watch, when the, when the uh, here's, here's where the church gets in so much trouble. When, when the priest would go into that tent of meeting, um, it was the law that it would only be lit by those seven lamps on that lampstand. When he would go into the tent of meeting, he would make sure there was this really thick curtain there at the entrance. He would make sure that that was all tucked back in place. Because in the tent of meeting, there was no outside light allowed to be shown in there. So only once we enter that part of life in the kingdom, God said, only let your way be lit by this. You see? Now, now, glory to God. Watch this. Now watch. How many? Now, start, starts and stops. You see this huge group. Yes, I want Jesus, I believe. Throw me in the dunk tank. I want to go to heaven. Okay? Huh. Okay, so a whole group comes in. And then we say, okay, who is going to commit themselves to living by the Holy Spirit that Jesus has given you? Well... Sounds kind of time-consuming to me. So this whole group doesn't. And another group is left. Yes, that's what we want. Okay. So we take that group. Let's all commit to washing in the water of the Word every day. How much of that group is going to move forward? You see, it's a start and it's a stopping place. So a group says, yep, we're, we're going to keep on doing that. And, and some falls back. They're not lost, but they're not going to operate in the kingdom of heaven, you see? So, those that wash daily in the water of the Word, here's where, oh, this gets intense. Watch this. They enter into the tent of meeting where only the seven facets of the Holy Spirit is to light their way. No outside light. No more acting like the world does. Only by the light of God's word. Yeah. And they have given. Now, will you do it? Oh. And don't you know, when you first, you know, they're, they're in a place, they're, they're not in an oasis or anything. This is some bright, sandy sunshine. 
And what happens when you go into a room that's dimly lit? It takes a while to see. You see? It takes a while to get your eyes. And, and God is patient and he's kind and he's a good father. And he gives us time to let our eyes adjust to this. You see? Now, uh, Washing in the water of the word brings to us revelation knowledge where we begin to have opportunity to block out natural wisdom. And we begin to see what this says, Isaiah 9, 6. For a child will be born to us and a son will be given to us and a kingdom, a government will rest on his shoulders. A different one, not this world. No longer a member of this world, but a member of a brand new kingdom. Turn to uh, Romans chapter number 12. Last scripture, I think. Romans 12. When we begin to enter the realm of being led only by the spirit-led realities of the kingdom of God. We begin to walk in the kingdom with all of its promises, all of its powers, all of its benefits. And God says, no natural light can enter into this part of our walk. Men's reasonings, philosophies, speculations, just religious um, regime cannot go here. Watch. When man's wisdom, natural light, directs our lives, we'll trade the blood for religion. We'll trade the oil of the Spirit for a ritual. And we'll trade revelation knowledge for wisdom of the flesh. Now watch this. Romans 12, 2. Pastor read it Sunday. And do not be conformed to this world, this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove, that you may discern what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Listen, here's the first hint of finding your place in the kingdom. Do not be conformed. Listen, do you want to find your place in the kingdom? Pastor and I look at some of these Facebook posts. Oh, my Lord, help me. Uh, I saw this one guy. Um... He's got a big ad on Facebook. Come to my meeting, signs, wonders, and miracles. And you know my first thought when I see something like that? No, you're not. No, you're not. You need to come to my meeting. We're going to see dead people raised. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not even walking in the kingdom of God yet. 
you see. You may be mimicking what you saw or read that somebody did one time. Listen. If you find your place in the kingdom, here's what I promise you. You are going to see miracles. You are going to see supply where there is no supply. God's going to give you instructions to do things you can't do, to build things you can't build, to go places you can't go. That is operating in the kingdom of God. Now watch this. You have to be born again to find your place in the kingdom. Amen? You need the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you if you're going to find your place in the kingdom. You need to be washed in the water of the Word every day if you're going to find out your place in the kingdom. And you're going to have to learn to walk by revelation knowledge with no outside information coming in. Now watch. (laughs) there are three more places I am one so bad to go into that but I'm not going to because the Lord said not to yet but I want to ask you and I'm going to ask our online church tonight there are seven places we're we're going to cover the rest of them next Wednesday night and next Wednesday night I'm going to show you how to find out where your place is in the kingdom. But I want to ask you, since all of these is voluntary, you're a free will agent, where are you at so far in this journey? Have you asked Jesus to come to you and cleanse you with his blood? I don't care if you've been in church for a hundred years. Have you said to Jesus, I need you to cleanse me with your blood? Second, have you said to the Lord, Holy Spirit, direct my life. I will seek you every day. And I will listen and listen and listen until I can recognize your voice every day. And I will live by what you tell me to do. Are you washing in the water of the word every day to get the mindset of the world out of your spirit and the mindset of the kingdom in it? And when you gain revelation knowledge from washing in the water of the word, are you choosing to walk in that revelation that you're gaining from the word of God? Walking this way is going to make you ready and make you fit for next week to hear how to find your place in the kingdom. Revenue.